Hello, this is the Tribe Stories, the curated sermons, conversations, and collections of poetry of the Tribe Lagos. The Tribe Lagos is a gospel expression based in the city of Lagos, committed to reaching the next generation with the message of God's love and grace. May this refresh and revive you as you listen. You're the big daddy. You care about every one of us. You love us so much. We are your children. We are fed by the benevolence of your heart. You love us so much and we just bask in the euphoria of your love. Thank you that you don't permit the times and seasons to take us over. That even, in the, even when it gets really hot, then you send us another weather. He sent us the cool rain to wash away the heat blues and we are fine again. Thank you for you sustain the earth. Thank you for you sustain our families. You thought about everything we need, the air we breathe, the water we drink, the atmosphere, the earth, and all that the earth gives to us. We bless you this morning. We ask that as we look together into your word, that your grace will be born in us and that we'll be the kind of people you want us to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Morning, once again. Welcome to the new weather. <laughs> this is going to be normal for some time. You know, Lagos, uh, it kicks in quite early. Uh, the rainy seasons come. And those of you who says, I worship you, God, in rain and in the sun and whatever time, you know, this is your test now. So, <laughs> so, so will you worship God in the rain? You know, will you? <laughs> so I guess you guys will make it since you're here this morning. <laughs> so get used to it. It's nothing strange. It's actually the, the, the weather has changed. And, and this morning we're just going to talk about Abba, the father heart of God. Uh, God is a father. But before then... Um, Let's even, let's even just ask questions. Can we have a second mic? And just ask, who, what's your earthly father like? No, just be a little bit honest. A little bit. Just one or two sentences about what your earthly father is like. If he's romantic, nice, kisses you all the time and tells you he loves you. If he's an African father, who when he's... When he's very happy, we tell he tell you come and drink from my cup. <laughs> that's 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 the way he says. Or like let's go for a walk. Some that's his way to say I'm sorry or something like that. So what's your father like? <laughs> my father. <laughs> okay, no really, my father, my like it's very, it's my father is it's he, he's a strange guy like he's. Very friendly, like you will not even believe he's my fa- father if you see the both of us. Okay. We talk to each other like we are mates. I do things that nobody can dare to do to their father. To my father. <laughs> like my friends will be like, jaws dropped. Like, is, are you serious? Like when, when we're in secondary school, when they come over to my house, my dad can be watching TV and I'll change it and I'll stand in front of the TV and they'll be like, so, 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 I'm going to do it. And then he just get, get, get to do it and I'll run, I'll come back. And sometimes if he wakes up in the morning before me, he actually comes to sprinkle water on my, on my, my face and he will run out. So it's really, you know, we were very, very close, you know, growing that's a, that's up. Yeah. A, that's a good dad. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good dad, yeah. And he never beats me. Never. 
<laughs> you got away like that's amazing <laughs> for an African dad. Yeah. Um, my dad is kind of like his dad, okay. except that I got beat and I got beat well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> My dad is a character, man. Like, people love my dad. I love my dad. He's happy-go-lucky, full of jokes, sometimes sarcastic, very sarcastic, but he's... I might even spend Valentine's with him. Cool? Yeah, so... No, no, yeah. no, no, no. Valentine's with your dad, please. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Okay, Anyways, okay, that okay. is cool. Okay. He's cool people. Okay. But he can't... You, you, you guys know what I mean, right? Like, why not? But, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My dad's very quiet. Um, okay. He has a different way of showing his love. Right. He's not always very... Expressive, yes. yeah. Maybe by the way, he'll come into my room in the morning and I'll think he's just disturbing me because he's knocking and saying, you should be awake by now, but that's his way of coming to check on me and say if I'm awake, right. I'm okay. Yeah, he's just, he's very different in the way he shares and shows his love. Okay, that's really good. Mm -hmm. um, so, my dad passed when I was like four, but I have oh, wow. vivid memories of him, and I remember that I was his second wife. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was his second wife, so I just laughed. I'm like, my husband, why are you looking at this man? Look at me, look at me. You know? So, I was very, very romantic, and I was very possessive of him, you know. So, I was oh, the competition. So, now I have a father and my mom. So, she's both right. my mom, my I dad, my wife, my. Oh, yeah, so amazing. Yeah, I, I wish I could say my dad was never beat me and he was very nice. <laughs> um, my dad had a way, he had a way of evading people's life, he was just a part of everybody's life, but he was definite. After thunder, his voice was the next loudest thing, <laughs> and um, he was um, his looks also spoke, pierced more than light. So if he looked at you, you know you, you, you know how to arrange yourself. And if you if you if you if you don't respond to the look and the shouts come, I'm sure you would want to pee in your pint. And then when it when it goes to that point when he touches you, I'm sure you wouldn't repeat that misnomer and that day. But in all this, he found a way of showing that he loved. And even when so, so that when he passed when I was in 300 level, all of us were still in school at the time. It was very difficult to cope. In fact, at the point, it was people were afraid of lying him in state in those days in the house because they didn't know how the kids were going to like take it. But my dad, ha. Okay, okay. pass it this way. Let's, yeah, want to just go this way. <laughs> Let's take like three more. Hey, I've never really known my dad. He passed away a week before I was born. So my mother wow. has been both my father and my mother and she is she's my everything. She's my best friend and she's my example of love on earth. And I I believe in love because I have my mother. Oh awesome. Okay, yeah. Let's see these two people. I want to know <laughs> someone close someone close their eyes, you're daydreaming and imagining her dad like <laughs> <laughs> so, so good. There are more chairs here, please. Don't, don't, uh, there are some chairs here. Yes, go ahead. I generally, it's okay, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are no great going on, right? 
We're regular. I don't know. Mm. He's there and I'm here. <laughs> but it's nice. Like yesterday, I went to give him his food. And then I jogged the food. And then this, I stayed there with him until he finished the food. Okay. Because he was asking me, oh, how is your car? Oh, okay. Where are you working? Oh, all right. I think he just wants companionship sometimes, but he doesn't right. just know how, like, oh, okay, yeah, let's gist or something. So right. I, I was standing. Oh, he know it was, oh, yeah, sit down. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool, I guess. Yeah. Right. Give me money, Af- so. My dad is very strict. Um, we used to be very close and then my parents divorced and my dad and I are not very close anymore but as I've grown up I've grown to know him and he's a good man like he's my definition of a good man he is someone that I've learned more about my dad from other people who did not even know I was my dad's daughter until they found out my name and then they go on and on about his integrity and how selfless he is. My dad's the type of person that I will beg him, Daddy, please do XYZ for me. I found that he did it for another person outside because he feels that person needs him more. And for me, it's a luxury. My dad believes in like necessities and not the frills. But he came to res- I came to respect that, you know. He's a very giving person. So, yeah. Awesome. One last person, the person at the back. Um, my Come dad. Kamara. <laughs> <laughs> so my, my my dad was not very strict, especially not to me, but he had this stern look like his dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I remember he used to take me to the farm all the time. And growing up, when we were younger, it was fun because we didn't do any work. <laughs> right. Then we became teenagers. It now became like something else. Tedious. But um, eventually... Um, I, when I got older, I now found out that my other siblings stopped going. And I asked him, do we have to go to the farm? He said, no, um, I was just teaching you hard work. <laughs> and I was like, you could have written it on the wall. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was funny. It was very practical. He always start um, something before he asks you to take over. Right? right. So right. he led by example and was a great dad. Awesome. Okay, that's that's all we can take. That's really good. Let's put our hands together for everyone. I, I know fathers don't get celebrated much, but let's pray. Let's pray for all the dads and even the people who have lost their dads. Let's just pray for God's fatherhood in their lives. Let's just take a minute and let's pray. Let's hold hands a good time to be a family of God. And let's just pray for fathers and all the men who, who put their shoulders to raising children. Let's pray for even the people who are not biological fathers yet, but but trust the grace of God to be able to raise the younger generation. Let's just pray for all the dads this morning. Father, we pray for all the fathers, all the fathers, wherever they are, in whatever situation they are. We send your grace into their lives. We speak of your love and your mercy. We speak of strength. They carry so much, they bear so much, they endure so much by themselves. We ask, O God, for your grace in the lives of fathers. All fathers will know you, the big father up there. All fathers will come to tabernacle with you. We pray for fathers who don't yet know you. 
the Lord God, you will tell them who you are. You reveal yourself to them. Give them a revelation of who you are. We pray for those who have lived without their fathers, oh God. Your journey in their lives, because you call yourself the Father of the Fatherless, that your presence, oh God, will more than compensate for everything their natural fathers couldn't do. We speak your grace into every life. We speak your love and your power into every life. Even those who have a very topsy-turvy relationship with their with their father, we pray for grace. And you melt the eyes, oh God, and connect the fathers to the children, oh God. And connect the children to their fathers, oh God. Release every offense, oh God, and every yoke, oh God, that holds families back, oh God. Even for families who are separated and divorced, oh God, we speak your peace across the divide, oh God. We speak your love to fill families, oh God. And families, young people, will have a good image of who you are, oh God, as our Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord God, this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, we're talking about Abba, the Father's heart. And uh, Father is the name that God chose to call himself. Of all the names that God wanted to manifest himself as, he chose to call himself Father. This has different uh, definitions, like in the Aramaic, it's called Abba. That's what we see in the Bible. Abba, Father. It just means Dad. In the Welsh, it means Dad. That's, that's what we call Dad today. And then, uh, I think the Ebus call it Papa, right? And then Yorubas and Hausa say Baba. 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 Ba That's Hausa. Yeah. Baba. That's Yoruba. So, um, Dada. One of the first in, 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 uh, infants, they, they always say Dada before Mama. <laughs> this is a this is a big quarrel item in young couples. Like they are waiting for who is going to who is going to like come on. I'm taking care of you. I carried in my womb nine months. You come out and it's a rain out of the man. Like <laughs> so. Romans chapter eight verse fifteen. That's our opening scripture today. It says, "For we did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear." But you receive the spirit of adoption by which we cry out, Abba, Father. You know, one of the things that we're not able to represent in today's world is just a religion of fear. How everything in the world is driven by fear. Insurance companies run insurance by fear. Do you know whether you're going to die? Because you don't know whether you're going to die, buy insurance now. To protect yourself from dying right even churches run churches from fear burn in hell you're gonna burn in hell so people run away from hell to God but when God wants to reveal himself he reveals himself as Abba so what's that in your own language your own language uh, how many how many people are not Europe are here? 
Yeah, so what's that in here? Who has a different one apart from these ones? Mpa. Papa is there. Ada, Ada, yes, that's it, Dama. Ada. Ada, so good. Ete, Ete is. Akwaibom. Nam, okay, Nam, my dad. Nah, it's dad. Nam, it's my dad. <laughs> Yoruba. Oh, yeah, Shagun should be Yoruba. <laughs> Let's read this scripture again. For one to go. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by which you will cry out. Abba Father, you receive a spirit of adoption. God took you and added you to his children. God took you and made you one of his. So you can cry out, Papa. So you can cry out, Daddy. So you can cry out, Dad. God. God is your number one dad. He's the dad of your dad. Do you understand? I, and, and I want this revelation to sink into you. God is not a threatening dad. His big thing, of course there is danger all around, but his big thing is your safety. His big thing is not a big threat of the fact that I'm going to kill you, I'm going to end you, I'm going to mud you. You know. His big thing is to create a web for you to thrive. Okay, let's go. We have some. Here's some scriptures. Let's. I will be Second Corinthians chapter six verse eighteen. I will be a father for you, and you will be for sons and daughters to me. Second Samuel chapter seven verse fourteen. I will be a father to him, and he will be a son to me. And when he commits when he commits iniquity. I will correct him with the rod of men. Okay, reading on from Romans chapter 8. We just read 15 in the previous slide. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, we may also be glorified together. This God did not stop at being father removed from us he began to engage with us he began to come out in the beginning the bible opens god created the heavens and the earth god existed he revealed himself to man first of all as the benefactor he revealed himself first to adam but the first covenant he began to make was with the covenant of noah and Noah's confident God made a pledge that he was never again going to destroy the earth with water. And after that time of Noah, God came again and met a man called Abraham. And Abraham, God said to him, I will make you a new nation. I will bless you. You know, all the nations of the earth will be blessed through you. I talked, to, I talked a bit about the Abraham's blessings here one day when I talked about how most of the people in the world today call themselves Abraham's children. You know, how God promised him one day, Abraham was so distraught. He was walking through the night and came out at night and said, God, what would you see do to me seeing that I go childless? And Eliezer of Damascus will be my heir. 
And God said to him, No, Eliezer of Damascus will not be your heir. And God said to him, Look at the stars in the night. Look at the stars. I don't know how many of you have looked at the stars before. Have you, looked at, you ever looked at the stars? Are you sure? If you live in Lagos, maybe you don't see the stars. <laughs> you see traffic lights. <laughs> if you live in a village, you definitely see the stars. Many times we went to the farm in the light of the stars. So early in the morning about... How many of you know that cocks crow are done? Believe me, some people don't know. How many of you know that cocks have a time clock? They have a sense of time. Yeah, yeah. They crow at the the first cock crow is what time? Four, four. So guess what help, helps the farmers to go to farm actually? It's the cock crow. So once the first cock crow goes, you know that it's soon going to be morning. So the cocks, the time clock for the village. You you won't even know that. And then the next thing that is a time clock for the village is the stars. So there's a particular way. There's a star called the morning star. And once that morning star comes out, you know that in, in about two, three hours, it's going to be done. People follow the light of the morning star to the farm. So God looked, told Abraham, just start looking. And they, you know, the stars, they, the different names for the stars, they're the one called the triplets. How many of you have seen the triplets? They, are, they, actually, they actually stand in a straight line. Philosophers and poets normally see stars. <laughs> so, I know. <laughs> God told Abraham, once you start counting the stars, the stars are multiplying. God told Abraham, as the stars in the sky, so shall your children be. So Abraham's children, and there are billions of stars. Outside the, outside the Milky Way, which is our galaxy, there are millions and billions of stars out there. You know. And Abraham started counting. Today, it looks like truth. Because there are seven billion people on the earth and of the seven billion at least four billion claim to be the children of abraham so all muslims say they are the sons of ishmael and abraham is their father all christians say two billion of them in the world say abraham is their father we adopted children of abraham we sang it in sunday school father abraham has many sons many sons as far yeah i am one of them so let us praise the right hand. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> some of you miss your miss your childhood. <laughs> the next covenant after the covenant of Abraham, there were many other covenants, but the next significant was the covenant of David. David had a covenant of seeing God's future. And God, as the father, came to engage with David as his son. And he told him, I will establish a kingdom for you and build a nation around your name. This nation will last forever. And even Jesus came according to the order, the covenant of David. Jesus was called the son of David. He said, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. That's like God coming down and choosing a man and said, I want to engage with that man. God the Father did not just stay in heaven. He came to make a son out of a man of the earth. So today, God actually is coming to you to engage with you and make a, make a man out of the son of the earth. Do you know God is waiting for you to tell him stories about the earth? 
You know, God is waiting for, for, for him to see the world through your eyes. You know, God is actually waiting for you to be able to capture the energy of your life to him. Do you know God in some kind of way is waiting for your experience to fill the book of the journeys of the people of the earth? You are a sojourner on the earth. And God himself, of all the names he chose to be called and known by, he wants you to call him dad, father, abba, papa. So amazing. The last covenant is the covenant of Christ. And that's the covenant in which we are born. The covenant of Christ. Covenant of Christ. So you call the new covenant in my name. And we do show the Lord's covenant when we take the Holy Communion. It is a reenactment of that covenant of Christ. Okay, so let's move quickly. In the, in the covenant with Noah, there it was a time when there was great apostasy. There was a great falling away. But God said in, in Genesis chapter 6, verse 8, that Noah was different. And God liked what he saw in Noah. This is, a, this is the message version. In that time when everybody fell apart, Noah was different. God liked what he saw in Noah. That's why I was saying God is actually looking for experiences through your eyes. God is waiting to see the world through your eyes. God liked what he saw Noah doing. Can, can it be said about you that God likes what he sees? The way you worship, the way you pray, the way you're desperate for God, the way you, you, you jump into spiritual things, that God likes what he sees in your life. Amen. And God says to Noah, I'll make a new covenant with you. To preserve your sons and yourself. And Noah, you will build a new life. And that's how God and Noah started the journey of building the ark. You know, my daughter likes walk, watching Noah and the ark. She has watched me maybe like 20 times. Noah, you will build me an ark. Noah? And all the people laughing at Noah. Ha, 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 ha. And you could build an ark. What's this you building, Noah? Yeah, it's an ark. Why are you building an ark, Noah? Because it's going to rain. What's rain? Because at that time it had never rained. But Noah was building. God liked what he saw in Noah. And because of that, God brought a new covenant. A covenant. Marked by the rainbow. And every time you see the rainbow. You see a rainbow outside today? Every time you see a rainbow, it's a clear sign that God is saying, I will never destroy the earth again with water. I will never again destroy the earth with water. God left us a sign of covenant, of relationship. God wants to connect with mankind. The father heart of God is engagement. Time after time, season after season, man after night, God is looking down the royal banisters of heaven to earth into this creation he made to engage with him god wants participation in your life he doesn't want to be a father sitting up in heaven disconnected from me he wants to be here with you now he gave us a new covenant in christ this is the new covenant the old covenant means that you have to bring bulls and goats and sacrifice 
and Noah and Moses were part of this old covenant. But in Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ was the Lamb of God who was slain before the foundation of the world. And Luke chapter 22 verse 20 says, this is the new covenant in my blood. In Hebrews chapter 8, it says, this is the covenant I will make with the house of Israel after those days. I will write my laws in their hearts. And no man shall need to teach his neighbor, saying, know the Lord. Because from the least of them to the greatest, everyone shall know me. So the things I say, the things we share, is actually supposed to be activation, reminders of the things which God has spoken to you. You're supposed to know the Lord. It's time that God is building again covenant with a new generation of people. God is bypassing the old and coming into the new. God is looking for young men and women today who is going to go on a journey with, who is going to ask, do you want to connect with me? God the Father is looking for sons in this time. Not just children, but hares. You know there is a difference between children and hares. A child is actually the one that's biologically born to you. A hare is the one who is standing in line for your estate. You guys know the difference. So, normally, traditionally, in African culture, the first son of the father is normally the hare. God is looking for hares. Galatians, okay, let me not go off the point. And why is God looking for engagement with us? Why? What's the big reason? Number one is because today's media, social media, is telling us what is good, what is bad. Do you understand? Social, we live in a world where media drives the conversation of the day. We live in a time when families are broken. You have absentee dads. You have dads who never... You know, in some, some families, you have mothers who are carrying the, everybody, including the dad. The mother is paying all the bills for many years. And the woman is broken in tatters. In some places, you even have dads who, who pay the bills, but better, it would have been better for them to put their money in their pockets because they weary everybody. You know how you pay the bills. And you grumble, you knock everybody for paying the bills. Do you understand? Like, madam, you sit here and just eat and get fat. You know, you're just like the children. You know, you're just like... And the father is... A pest and everyone can't stand him the children hate him you know you have those kind of dads you have families where the teenagers are over sex they slept with everybody in the neighborhood you have pervert kids when they start dancing everybody just going to hide their face you are tired moms moms who have given everything you know it's a particular town where the women feed the men. And I don't want to call the name of that town. If you're from that town, you know yourself. <laughs> the men are particularly drunk on the local gin all the time, just doped out. And the women go to farm, carry their children on their back, go to the farm, farm, sell the products in the market, and come back home and cook for their husbands. Who can't wait to go to the Burukutu. <laughs> no, no, Burukutu is a big, is a big name nationwide. Uh, so it's, uh, it's not, it's not, it's not from any particular state. Okay, well, it's from a particular set of states. I've narrowed down the streets to about like four or five, you know. <laughs> but honestly, 
is a big problem. Because of that, God must come out again to repair that which was damaged by fathers. You know, have compromised churches, churches that lost focus, you know, and everything they're teaching in the church. You know, it's not God's word. It's the word of man. You're teaching people life skills, prosperity. But I was listening. I was listening to Charles Spurgeon yesterday when he said something he said about God saving to the uttermost all those who come to him. And he was saying that churches were not bringing people to God. Anyway, Charles Spurgeon is old. He lived in 1890 or something like that. But he, if you read his messages as he was talking about today, it's amazing. And man himself is fallen. The systems we build for government, the things we design for ourselves are all falling. As a result, man who was made in the image and likeness of God is living like a pig, like a dog. Think about that. That we're made to live like gods. We're living like pigs. It's horrible. That's why God comes and says, I want to restore my image, the image of my fatherhood. Fatherhood is actually not about God. It's actually about us. God knows who he is. He doesn't have personality problem. You know, when we're worshiping God, sometimes I, I just watch some people who are worshiping God. I don't know whether you like your son, your son to come and meet you and say, Dad, I worship you. Dad, I worship you. Dad. <laughs> I don't think that's the idea of worship that God has. Do you understand? God doesn't have a worship gap that we have to fill. The truth, we are the ones who are disconnected from God. And when we worship, we're bringing ourselves out of our disconnection and engaging. So worship is to bring us out. Worship is to look for words. And that's why I can't deal with music that doesn't have words. You understand? I understand music, but I can't play a note or sing a thing. So I'm, do you understand? I can't deal with music that don't bring words. And that's why the worship of the tribe is very powerful because we have lots of words. You know, there's African music and there's, there's black music and there's white music. What's black music? Yeah, ding. No, that's, that's African. But let's say black, black American music. Yeah, no, no, that's not black. Black music. Black music is like soul, church, you know, old black music, gospel, right? You just, you just say, uh, Jesus, Jesus, take the wing, Jesus, take the reins all around me every day. Jesus, I want you to protect me as a, my family. My, Jesus, 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 all, all around me every day, every day. Jesus, all around me every day, every day. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. So they move all the octaves, right? And they just go over one, over one part. Jesus, 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 Jesus. And they sing it like a million times. Jesus, Jesus. What are you really saying? If you go to white worship, they take a guitar. Ting, 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 ting. Jesus shall take the highest honor. Oh, 
ding, ding. Jesus shall take the highest place. Man on earth join heaven. You know, they give word after word after word after word after word. So you follow actually lyrics while black people follow beats. The best worship songs are normally sung by black people who have lyrics. That's Travis Gain. So he has words. Black man with words. We already has beats wired into him. <laughs> Do you understand? So words in addition to beats becomes take us home. Take me to church. Sorry, that's not a holy song. <laughs> so guys, the truth is that God now comes and tries to restore his image our vision of him who he is what he represents what he stands for man is fallen and man has already sought his ways now god begins to come as a father to bring himself down to man to connect with the fallen man and god is trying to build a new covenant and the covenant is as he lays down his life you lay down yours As he lays down his life, you lay down yours. The first thing he builds, God the Father, when he comes as a father, the first thing he comes to give is access. Access. You have access to God. You have access to the Father. Some of you spoke about your father and how he was like. Most good fathers, even earthly fathers, will give you access. Do you understand? They give you access. My daughters don't, don't, sometimes they don't even knock. Um, they are, some of them are becoming teenagers and, uh, you know, things are growing out of their chest. So, when I go into their room, they tell me, Dad, come on, Dad. Like, um, but when they come into my room, they don't do that. They just walk in straight. I'm like, guys, there's a guy here. There's a guy. There's a guy in this room. Like, do you guys understand? Confidence, access. If you know the Father of God, the first thing he wants to give you is access. The devil will lie to you and tell you you're not good enough. The devil will lie to you and tell you you're not qualified. But God comes to you and he wants to give you access. He wants you to come to the treasure room where he is. He wants you to experience him. He wants you to know him. Access have access and the devil is the one who confuses you and says ah come on you two Christians are calling themselves are you among them you're not qualified now and of course once you do anything wrong the devil now capitalizes on what you've done wrong and he starts to beat you what you've done first of all he's the one who tempted you ah do you like that thing hey take it now no I can't take it I'm a child of God well God won't be angry he'll forgive you Take it. Call it, take it. You need it. Nobody will know. Take it. When you take it, you're at home with it. Say, eh? So you took it. Are you really a Christian? This Christianity is not working for you. Okay, now that you've taken it, you can go and sleep with your girlfriend too now. You can go and take more. 
You're not, you're not a Christian. Like, don't try and fake it. Like, you're not really a Christian. You're not a real Christian. <laughs> the devil actually accuses, he's called the accuser of the brethren. He tempts you. He, he pushes you in. And once you're in, he, he, he drowns you in the stupor of your being in. But that's not God. God gives you access. Let's read this scripture. Um, is, uh, is in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 19. Let's open that scripture, all of us together. Let's, Hebrews 10, verse 17 to 19. What Adam lost. Please open that scripture, every one of us. Please, whatever, whatever Bible appliance you have. This is one scripture I need you to open. I want you to see this. I need you to see this, that you have access. I need you to know that every one of us has access. I need you to open that scripture. Let's read it together. Is everyone there? Hebrews chapter 10, verse 17. One, two, go. Let's read. I should read it. Okay. Um, there are sins and lawless acts I would remember no more. And where these have been forgiven, there is no longer any sacrifice for sin. Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus. Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus. You have confidence to enter the most holy place through the blood of Jesus Christ. One of the gifts of the Father is access. He gave his son so you can enter the most holy place. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he taken your transgression from you. God, God has thrown what you've done into the sea of forgetfulness. You are not what you did last year. You're not where you came from five years ago. You're not the sin that easily besets you. You are not the, you're not the place where you constantly fall. That is not you. You are a son of God. You are a daughter of the Most High and you have access to that which is in God. You must come boldly. The Bible says to come boldly before the throne of grace to obtain grace to help and mercy in the time of need. The devil wants to lie to you that you're not good enough. The devil wants to lie to you that you're not holy enough. But the Father, that's not what's in his mind. The Father heart, the Abba of God is saying, I give each of my children access to me. You can come boldly to the place where I am. You can come boldly. Regardless of where you've been, you can come. You can come. You have access to me. You have access to me. You have access. Come. Come. Let's have some fellowship. Come. Let's connect. Come. Let's build together. This is a good time to pray. Say, Lord, I come. Lord, I come. Past the outer courts, I come. Past the holy place, I come into the holiest of all where you dwell. I come to the place where your where you where, where the priests, oh God, minister unto you. I come, oh God, into the holy place where you live. I lay down the, the garments of sin. 
and the flesh i come boldly before the throne of grace i have access to you oh god because your heart towards me is good you love me you are my father you are my father elisa lita maniki sayato bredaba i have access to you i have access to you guys guys all you need is 5 minutes i don't know where you've been 5 minutes don't broth in sin for more than 5 minutes don't keep yourself out of god for more than 5 minutes all you need is 5 minutes 5 minutes even if you're standing up from a bed of adultery or fornication, five minutes all you need to stay before God and say, God, I come to you. Don't stay there. Don't stay there. Don't stay falling. Don't stay falling. Stay, come, come to the place where God is. All you need after that lie is to, is to kneel and to say, Lord, I come to you. You love me. This is not me. My image is not sinfulness. My image is the image of the Father. That which you made me is what I see. I see the perfected image. I see what you see in me. Hallelujah. Do you know, guys, give me a minute. Give me, give me attention. Do you know that God has faith in you? Do you know God speaks those things that be not as though they were? Do you know God looks at you and says, Oh my goodness, this is my son, this is my daughter. She's good. She's beautiful. She's strong in the spirit. She's a woman of prayer. She's a man of power. Do you know God believes ahead for you? He believes. So good. Hallelujah. And this is what happened when Jesus died. An earthquake ran through the temple and broke the temple into two. Broke the temple into two. So that so that that was the holy place that that place up there the holiest of all where only the priest pushed that door once a year and went to offer sacrifice that door broke open and god was saying i'm no more discriminating everyone can come everyone can come you can come now regardless of where you've been you can come come to the father praise god second thing god wants to give and he's declaring is that you are accepted you're not just coming i have received you do you understand ephesians chapter 1 verse 6 to the praise and the glory of his grace wherein he has made us accepted in the beloved we're accepted in the beloved the beloved is the place where god the father god the son and god the holy spirit is you're welcome there accepted do you know how many of you struggle with acceptance struggle with the fact that maybe you're not good enough for God maybe you're not good enough you're accepted in the beloved Ephesians chapter 1 verse 6 Hosea chapter 11 says when Israel was a child I loved him and out of Egypt I called my son out of Egypt I called my son but the more I called him the more he ran away he ran to Baal he burned incense to images but Ephraim didn't know that it was I who took them by the arm Hosea chapter 11 very good scripture you are accepted you are accepted the father accepts you 
forgiveness. Remember the story of the woman caught in adultery. One of the, one of the qualities of the Father is to make all things new. Hebrews chapter 7 verse 5 says, Therefore he is able to save to the uttermost those who come to him, come to God through him, since he always lives to make intercession for them. Jesus Christ lives to make intercession for you to the Father. Ready to bring you in. Forgiveness. You're accepted. You're forgiven. You have access. This is the Father heart of God. When you think about God, think about these words. Forgiveness. Access acceptance think about these words again what are they forgiveness access acceptance once again let's well, let's say it on top of our voice one two go forgiveness access and acceptance i do not just open the door for you to come i wash everything of you i do not just receive you in I do not just give you access. I accept you. I love you. I love you. Do you know of all the things God wants to be known by? It's Papa. And when you don't, when he does this for this, why? Some of us don't know the reason why God does this. Why he does this is because he wants partnership. He now wants you to do something. Why does God accept you? Why does He forgive you? Why does He give you access? It's because there are many lost children. There are many lost children of God. Growing homes. Getting lost. Lost and cut off from God. There are many lost children of God. As we sit here in the coconut district, there are people who are at home right now crying. There are people who are who are, who are perishing, the people at the edge of their lives. As we're sitting here right now in the comfort of this church, there are people who are hurting today. There are people who are broken by sin and broken by their lives. There are young men who are stuck in prison, crying out. There are young women who are under heavily under the sedative influence of drugs this morning. As you're sitting here, God has many lost children. As we sit here, God has many broken people. As we sit in church, God has many lost people. It's not just all about us. It's about the lost sheep. And God wants you to be his hand. That's why he wants to heal you quickly. When he heals you, don't just think about yourself or what you can have or what you can be. Think about every broken child. Think about every broken man. And sometimes they are sitting in corporations. Do you understand? They are not necessarily, you know, when we think about the broken, we think about area boys. The area boys, area boys who say, like, you know, I met an area boy, you know, once he said that, oh yeah, oh God, you have to do something. I say, why? He said, you know, my life is already finished. That's what the area boy said to me. Because my, say, I, you have flat, you have, you have flat tire on we land. I said, what's we land? 
on our land. That's like the place where my, tire, my car had a flat tire was is their land. So I have to pay for having a flat tire on their land. So, you know, okay, I just caught you. I just caught you. You know, my life. I'm prison door outside. The same to me. I caught you. <laughs> like you are, you are the one. You have everything to lose. <laughs> of course, their lives are broken. But can you imagine people properly dressed, sitting in corporations? I had friends like that. I still have friends like that. Every Saturday night, the guy goes for a cocaine high. Not even every Saturday, every night to sleep. He has to go for coke or heroin. There are places in Lekki here. There are clubs, gay clubs in Lekki here. Gay strippers at night. God has many lost children. Don't sit in the cocoon of the comfort of your home and don't understand this, that God has many lost children. And they are all in everywhere. They are not just where you think they are. They are everywhere. That's why the Father, out of God, is to bring the lost home. God will leave the 99 sheep in the fold and go after that one that is lost. I don't know, some of you may know one or two people this is a good time to pray for them. Let's not just come to church and think about ourselves, our blessing, what we can have, and forget that the Father heart of God is for that one sheep that is lost. Do you know someone who is lost? Can we pray for the lost this time? Father, we pray for the lost. Father, we pray for those men who are cut off from you. We pray for those women, oh God, who are lost, 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 lost. Are you not the Father? Is there no compassion inside of you? We reach out into their human spirit, oh God, and we speak, oh God, a blessing. Father, let your love redeem, oh God. Let your love redeem. Let your love redeem. You save to the uttermost, unto those who are called, oh God. Restore, oh God. Restore by your Father heart. Restore. 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 Broken man. Restore wounded woman, oh God. Yes, Lord God, you are able to save to the uttermost. You are able to save to the uttermost all those who call upon you. You are able to save the broken. You are able to save men on drugs in Airtel or Zayn or, or in Etisalat or, or in Shell or in, in LNG. You are able to save men who are lost from you, oh God, in the gutter or in the village or in the city, oh God. There's no dichotomy of lost men to you, oh God. You are able to save everyone who is lost, oh God. Let your glory, oh God, penetrate all walls, oh God. Restore men, restore women, restore the young, restore the lost. In Jesus' name, Amen. You're here, you're the healer. I end here today. One of the things about God is the healer. He wants to heal. He wants to heal. The Father heart of God wants to heal. Of course, the world is on a free spin 
of course men have poured chemicals where they shouldn't do of course we have poisoned the world of course we are we are, we are, we are threatening greenhouse gases of course we are the ones who are who are going to the earth's core and throwing bombs and dynamites there of course we're the ones activating earthquakes of course we're the ones drilling the earth's hydrocarbons and hurting the earth of course we are the ones who are causing many of the tragedies that are happening but God is the healer God is the healer he's the restorer he wants to bring back everything that is broken he wants to restore that which is lost the father heart of God is to heal that which is broken he wants to heal and if you're broken today he's calling you the old song says softly and tenderly Jesus is calling calling have that fellowship with him you feel you're lost God the Father is calling you this morning the Spirit of God is waiting on you this morning the grace of God is tablet is, is 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 gathering around your life this morning God wants you back God wants you back God wants you back God the Father loves you you are his he says you belong to me I've made provision for you you have access you I can forgive your sins you can log on to the or email us at hello at the follow us on Instagram Facebook and Twitter on the tribe Lagos God bless